Modern Mediocrity Podcast. How y'all doing? Everybody good? Today has been a pretty good day for me. Um, it's been good, man. I am focused mentally. I'm emotionally balanced. I am spiritually sound. I'm listening for God. I am obeying what I hear, at least to the, to be, at least to the best of my abilities anyway. Um, so today um, I have a pretty, pretty good message and it is titled, If Not Now, Then When? And when I when I first came across um, this message mentally, uh, I was thinking about we are as humans, we are always waiting for the perfect time to do something, whether that is to start a business um, relocate to a different state that we've always wanted to go to whether that is to ask this person out or to give this person a chance or um to chase that dream to have children to um, leave that relationship to um whatever it is that we're waiting on it's it's like we're waiting on the right time to do it and i wanted to talk about that I want to talk about it. And and first, I'll start with um, one of the first points I want to talk about is, you know, the reason why I feel like this was important, you know, if not now, when? Because I personally have been in situations uh, where I was trying to wait on a perfect time to do it. I was trying to wait on a perfect time to start a business that God gave me. I was waiting on a perfect time to write a book that God gave me. I was waiting on a perfect time to leave a relationship that wasn't sufficient for me. I was waiting on a perfect time to become who I thought I needed to be, but waiting forever to try to become it. There is never a perfect time to do anything. It's either your time, God's time, or never going to be the time. That is what I'm learning. You know, I think that we we try to wait on a perfect scenario to do things, right? We, you know, the timing got has to be right. Now, I'm not saying that timing doesn't play an important part of it. Um because we know that some things that God gives us, it is not for the now. Most times when God gives you a vision, it's always in parts. He'll never give you the full vision because you will feel like you created that or you made it happen on your own. And and God only gives visions in parts because you have to rely on him to get to the next phase of that vision. Right. Because you can't see into the future. Only he has. Only he can. So with that being said, I think that we are always waiting on the perfect time to make the next move. Our finance is not right. The situation isn't right. I don't want to leave my job. And all of that is comfort. Your comfort. You're comfortable. 
you're comfortable in the place you're in. You're comfortable in the situation you're in. You're comf- comfortable in the mindset that you're in. So you don't want to change. And it's like you saying, and I got to wait on the perfect time, the perfect opportunity means that you don't trust what you, you don't trust what God showed you. You don't trust what you feel or you don't trust what you know to be true. You just too scared to do it. There will never be a perfect time to do anything. Never. Because nothing in this world is perfect. But we are waiting on this perfect opportunity to jump, this perfect opportunity to move, this perfect opportunity to let go. And it will never be the perfect time. Never. No matter what we say, no matter what we do, no matter how how much we try to encourage ourselves to wait on this perfect opportunity, it won't be. The perfect opportunity is the opportunity that God presents to you and you take it because you trust him. You trust what he said. You trust what he you trust what he's giving you. You trust what he's allowed you to endure that that will take you to where you need to go. To me, that's the perfect time. That is a perfect time. We're waiting on the perfect opportunity. Now, I'm not saying that you should jump at every opportunity that's presented to you because sometimes the devil present opportunities too. sometimes those uh, opportunities that's presented to us are not always from God. It's not always what God wants for us. But there is not a perfect opportunity. It may seem perfect. It may seem like the right opportunity. I think those are God opportunities. Because he presents those to us. Because it's time for us to move. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to elevate. It's time for God to bless us. It's time. It's our time. It's our season. To reap what we've sown. Good or bad. But it's our time. It's our time. It's your moment to soar when you've been afraid to flower your life. It's your time. Once we realize that nothing or no one is perfect and no opportunity is the perfect opportunity or the perfect timing to it, I think then we could we can begin to rationalize what's really real. Or what we need to do. Perfection. To me in its core perfection. Is an illusion. It's an illusion. Because you'll never do anything perfect. You'll never say words the same sometimes. You can't walk the same. All the time. Your legs aren't the same. Your arms aren't the same. If you're a woman your breasts aren't the same. Your hair length isn't the same. Nothing is perfect. So why do we think that an opportunity is perfect? Nothing in his word except for Jesus was perfect. God is perfect. He can perfect us. He can perfect us, but we can't be perfect. And when we do that, it's like we're putting expectations on us and things that will never be. And we'll forever wait on this perfect thing because a perfect thing will never come. The right thing will come. The God thing will come, but not the perfect thing. If you're continuously waiting on the perfect thing to happen, you'll look back 40 years from now and look at all the opportunities that you let pass by you because you're waiting on a perfect moment. You'll never be fully prepared for anything in life. Nothing. You can't prepare for anything. And I'll use an example. Like, I had my first child at 19 was not prepared for it at all by far the most unprepared for anything i'd ever been but you learn 
I didn't learn everything I needed to learn, even with my first son. My second son, I was better. My third son, I think I pretty good, but I wasn't prepared for it. Even with the, even after you've you've went through or gone through something the second time around, it still will be different. You still won't be ready for it. You you you'll be more knowledgeable knowledgeable about it. But every kid is different. Every child is not the same. So that's why I say you'll never be ready for anything. You know, people will say, well, I had my first child. The second child should be easy. The first first child probably be an angel compared to your second child, probably a demon. Sometimes. Third child probably be Satan himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was funny. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Y'all ain't got no demon kids. I hope not anyway. Um, But every child is different. And I said that to say that. Even if you've experienced it, you can't prepare for everything because you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. So you have to trust a person that knows before it even happens. Who is that? God. So if God give you something, it's because he feels like you can do it. This ain't just to y'all, it's to me too. If God give you a vision, he give it to you because he feels like you can do it. If God gave you an idea, he gave it to you because he knows that you can carry it out. But... The only way that you're going to do it is if he takes you there and if he if you continue to rely on him for his resources and his vision and his next steps and you have to do your part and he'll do his. But you can't get to that place until you stop looking for the perfect, perfect opportunity. The perfect time, the perfect way to do it. Either you're going to do it or you're going to live with regret. That's it. We have to also take risks. We got to learn how to take risks. I used to be a huge risk taker. Now I think I'm more of a calculated risk taker. Now I'll take a risk, but it has to be calculated because I've taken losses taking risks, right? So, you you know, you take losses and you look at like, you know what? I don't know if I can lose in this area, especially when it comes to finances. I don't I don't want to lose in this area. You know, I'll give X amount of dollars, but I'm not putting everything I got in one thing, because if it fails, then it means that I've not only lost out on my dream, but I'm jeopardizing my my family. I'm jeopardizing my kids. I'm jeopardizing my household. I'm jeopardizing everything that I once had intact for a dream that nobody can see but me. If you have it to to bet on yourself, I think it's good to bet on yourself. I'm not saying that you shouldn't bet on yourself. But it has to be calculated. There has to be a risk. There has to be um, precautions to your risk, right? Well, that's how I feel anyway. I think the main thing is you take risks that are God-approved. If God told you to do it, if he said do it, do it. Because he said it. If he told you to 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 sow six hundred and fifty seven dollars and you got six hundred and sixty dollars, sow it. He sees something that you don't. You just gotta trust him. Maybe he'll have maybe you, you sow that six fifty seven and, and you get home and you got a thirteen hundred dollar check in the mail. Don't know where it came from. But you trusted God. Or maybe he wanna see if you can trust him when you have three dollars left and you got two weeks until you get paid. But he sees what you don't and I said all that to say this if you don't follow your dream now you probably never will 
If you don't walk out in faith now, if you don't follow God now, you probably never will. You'll be looking back 15, 20 years saying, God, I'm sorry, being sorrowful because you didn't listen, because you didn't obey. I'm usually forthcoming about what I've experienced, but I'll be a little bit more personal today. If not now, then when was solely based on me and things that I've experienced. I was 23 years old when I received my first call. God didn't tell me what he was calling me to, but he told me that he called me. I was 23 years old. Shout out to this guy named Charles White. He was, I worked with him. He was one of the first people that taught me how to, how to study the Bible. He was one of the first people that, that, that sold into me and saw things in me that I didn't necessarily see in myself. And at 23 years old, God called me. And I heard it clear as day. And I'm 49. I've ran for 17 years. April 26th. God called me again. He's been calling me, but he called me again this time. He was clear with his instructions to me. Clear as day, he said. I need you to shepherd my flock. Your flock is roaming around without a shepherd. I'm not going to lie. I was afraid. I was scared because how was I going to be what God needed me to be? And I was only seeing me through the eyes of me and not through God. I could not keep running. I will not keep running. I am not going to continue to run. 17 years is a long time to run from a purpose that you could have had five, 15 years ago. But I don't trust, I don't distrust God. I was distrusting him. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust who I was. I didn't trust what I was. I didn't trust where I was going because I didn't have direction. I didn't trust God to direct me. If you don't listen now, it'll be harder to listen when it's time for you to actually listen. Take it from me. Don't run when God has a better life for you. And then you make all these mistakes and decisions that are outside of what God wanted for you. But you made these decisions and you want God to fix it. I'm not saying that he won't fix it, but he didn't cause it because what he had for you was something totally different than what you've experienced. Most of the stuff that we go through is because of us, because we chose a decision that was outside of God's will for us. Most of the things that we rely on is not a reliance in God. And God ain't going to bless it. God ain't going to be there. God ain't going to do any of it because he didn't want you in it in the first place. If you don't receive what God is giving you now, if not now, then when? When will you listen? When will you adhere to what he's saying, what he's calling you for, what he's calling you to, what he's giving you? When will you listen? God, I hear you. I'm listening. 
to everyone that's listening right now. I pray that God hears you. I pray that God heals you. I pray that God manifests who he is to you as well as myself. I pray that God answers everything that's in your heart, even the things that you're afraid to ask him. Because you need to move so that God can move. So that he can move within you. He can move ahead of you and guide you to where you need to go. Modernize, I love you. I'm thankful for everyone that listens week in and week out. And I appreciate you for listening to my heart and and hearing me and hearing what God has placed inside of me. I'll continue praying for each and every one of you if you continue to pray for me. As always, be what you hope to receive. Because at the end of the day, that is always, always, always the modern's way. It's modern.